Music is just organized noise, and noise is poison to the mind. Welcome to We Don't Believe in Beatles, the post-Beatles podcast. Join us as each week we take a chronological deep dive into the work of the Beatles as solo artists. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Who's there? Welcome to our dreams. Look up to our room. No, I mean, come up. (laughs) I've already fucked it up. Come up. Our room. I'm looking to our eyes. This week, you better get your ripple souls out and get in the mood. Cause we're feeling down and we're feeling blue. Within his smile is the dawn of his eyes. So take a dose of rock and roll and wash it down with cool, clear soul. Shooby do damn damn. He's not fooling around. It's Ringo's Rota Revere from <laughs> September 1976. Yes. Hello. Hello, Brent. Hello. What Hello, has Brent. happened? Was that a bit of spooky weirdness to start us off tonight? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very good. I, 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 like didn't, I, I didn't think we could use it as the main song at the end. So, mm, you know, sure, yeah. fair enough. So what, what's there this album called again, Jack? Rota Grover. <laughs> you're not really opening your mouth as you say it. Rota Grover. Ready? Well, there's no, you're putting a letter that's not there. There's definitely a U where you're saying an I. Rota. Rota. It's a Rota. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. Let's, let's, yeah. <laughs> this album, it's called Ringo's Rota Grover. Oh my God, now I can't say it. Ringo's Rota Grover. And that's pretty Review. funny, isn't it? Like he just needs to. How many albums has Ringo got where he's got his actual name in the in the album title? Because <laughs> it's two already, and I know that we're about to tackle a third. I love. There's it. definitely a yeah. There's Ringo the fourth, and there's definitely Ringo 2012. Way back, mm. you know, way back when. Way way, way forward. Way forward when. Um, yeah, he loves it. It's a good name. It's, it's not yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, welcome back, guys. Good to, yeah. good to talk welcome to you back to you too. Yeah. Um, I wish we were so back with a bang, but um, I we're don't know. Back with some spooky weirdness. Yeah, we're back with a. Mm, mm, back oh, with so a wait, so you don't like this? Hang on. No, no, no. We haven't got. I didn't say that. We're just. It's not a bang. The record has not has not bung. It but, is not a bang. That's true. Yeah. But uh, you know, it has its moments. It also has its other moments in the other way, in the less positive way. Um, but we'll get to that in the fullness of time. I was, I so I, I listened to this album for the first time, maybe two months ago when I saw the record in okay. the shop. Yeah. yeah. And, um, listened to it once. But anyway, I was, when I bought it and then I haven't listened to it since. <laughs> like, no, 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 since like maybe a week ago. Or okay. Right. I've right. listened a good few times, but anyway, I was so disappointed when I put it on though for the first time, because I thought this was his disco album. Mm. Which I suppose it would be 
I was like, what is this? Is that Ringo the Fourth? That's, <laughs> that's disco? Ring, well, yeah, disco ish oh, wow. okay. by the sounds of it. But I disco the fourth. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so I was a bit disappointed. Going it's definitely in. not disco. No. No. But I gotta no. say, Jack, you're not the only person to not listen to this one a lot. Because this one so first first of all, this album's not on Spotify. It's not yes. available through yeah. sort of traditional means. It's I guess it's to do with record companies. He changed record companies at this point, so probably it disappeared into the annals of, of time. It yes. is on YouTube. Yes. Obviously, the like there's not a they're not a deal with Polydor to put all that stuff on the streaming services. So none of the Polydor stuff. Mm. Why would they? Um, but yeah, it's on. So the full album is on is on YouTube uh, with a whopping five thousand nine hundred views. <laughs> Wait, really? Is that it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's how many people Jesus. care about Retrogravio, and several of them were us. I mean, a lot of the, com- I don't know if you saw the comments, but a lot of the comments were very positive. One of the best Ringo, yeah, crying, one of the best Ringo songs, apparently, for some reason. Um, that's, people yeah. are mad. Yeah, that's right. Honestly. Hey, I mean, look, I like think it's, it's pretty next- good. Okay. All right. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> yeah. It's no, it's no <laughs> sentimental journey in a good way, but it's yeah. no Ringo in a bad way. It's I think no this is his first, f- I actually think this is his first proper misstep. And oh, by, yeah? the, by the sounds of it, he's got three missteps coming up. Okay. I mean, I'm excited for Ringo the Fourth. I haven't listened to the whole album yet. Uh-huh. Um, but it's the next three albums that are with, is it Polydor? And they're all not on yeah, okay. Spotify. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Right. But it seems that they wanted him to release, I think it was seven albums in five years. Yeah. What the fuck? That was, that's yeah. quite a, I think it's four years maybe. Seven albums. No, yeah, it was okay. five years. Nah, and he only did, fifths. he only did the three. And then I think... We'll find out what happens, I guess, but I think they just drop him. Oh, yeah. Oh, poor guy. That um, is an am- ambitious record deal. It is. It's crazy. It is, yeah. yeah. I was looking into that a bit, and, yeah, there's definitely this sense, and it, you get it listening to this record, I think, of, like, there is a certain commodification going on by this point of, like, okay, there's a beat. There's the Beatles. They've got their solo careers. We're going to make as much money as possible for everyone involved, and so let's sign Ringo Starr on this massive deal where he puts out fucking five albums in seven years. And it's, like, this sounds like an album that was just, like, okay, let's do an album. We're doing an album, like, there's no real particular, like, strong vision behind it, like Ringo felt like it had, even Goodnight Vienna. It's just kind of like an album that, like, ticks all the boxes for me, but not something that's, like, you know, it's it's obviously forgotten for kind of a reason, I guess. But I don't, I I guess, again, I don't think it's bad. I just think it's, like, it's kind of, it's forgettable, I guess. But I don't know why. For some reason, I, I like it. There's certain things about it that I really, really like. Uh, including the production, which I think is possibly the best produced album we've had. Oh, really? Except for maybe uh, the last two Wings albums. Yeah. Oh. It's very nice. It's very, yeah, this is like, what am I, I want to say it's clean but dirty, which sounds ridiculous. Sounds yeah. It's like a fucking wanker talking music, but like it's, you know, everything's really in its place. You can hear mm. everything, but there's yeah. a bit of like, yeah, it was a bit of, I don't know, like some sort of, maybe it was put through some sort of a gain or some sort of, I don't know. Yeah. I think everything it's, sits I'd... in the right place for me. It's just like, Sonically, oh. it all kind of works. I don't know. You just don't. Yeah, give me, give me, a, give me the, give me the four I, one one. I think it sounds. I just, I don't think it sounds at all. It's not at all bright, and it's, it's, it hasn't got any life. I don't think the production mm. person. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Even I don't know. It sounds, even the horns and the opening tracks. It sounds a bit dull in comparison to how Ringo and Goodnight Vienna, like they're two similar albums. I, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, yeah, it sounds a bit. Yeah, their production-wise, like the overall sound reminds me of rock and roll, which I'm in an album a bit. It's got that. Oh, well, maybe that's why. It reminds yeah. me of Mind Games and um, what was the one after that called? Uh, Walls and Bridges. Walls and Bridges. Yeah. It reminds me of those albums, but better produced, I think. 
Like there's noticeable increase in production quality that's happened since. I think the seventies just was like everything moved forward by leaps and bounds. And this one sounds a lot newer to me than the last, than those John Lennon albums. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I also wanted to ask before we get super into it, like we've had a little bit of a break. We've had a month off basically. Um, Have you guys listened to much post Beatles stuff in this gap? I, I, I have. You said before we had a break. I'm looking forward to not listening. To- <laughs> <laughs> I know I did, and I probably for a week, two weeks, I I didn't. So we have probably what like six weeks off now or something. Yeah. But I've I've I have delved mainly into um, Paul McCartney, but like eighties Paul McCartney stuff because okay. c- coming up, there's a uh, up the next few episodes we're going to be talking about. I know a few of the albums, the Wings ones for sure. Anyway, but once it gets into the eighties, mm. I don't I don't I haven't hardly listened to anything. Cool. So everyone rates tug of war really highly. So I've been listening to that quite a lot. Ooh. Won't get into it. Sure. But, um, but yeah, I've listened to my fair amount, I suppose. Yeah. No, I um, have not listened to a single bit of anything. Have you actually Maybe not? a couple of Beatles songs and that's about it. Yeah. yeah okay. I, to, I think half of the white album. Good for you. And uh, that's it. Wow. And then when it came time a week or two ago to start listening to Ringo's Red Gravure, I took a deep sigh. And was, <laughs> oh, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you guys heard there's an incredible podcast called McCartney on McCartney? Have you heard this? Where I it's basically the history of Paul's music as told by him. Like he's interviewed. Well, he's like interviewed, but you don't hear the interviewer. So it's just like him kind of talking about stuff. Oh. And it's absolutely fascinating. So I was, I've listened to quite a bit of that and kind of delved a bit into Paul's stuff from there. But it's just, I've just found it really interesting which albums I've gone back to. So Goodnight Vienna, I've gone back to quite a bit. Like I'm yeah, more right. and more, I just think it's just so good. It just hits all these really good notes. Like some of the songs I wouldn't go back to, but the good stuff on that album, I just find so good. And also the Wings records, I just yeah. can't get enough of. But I think yeah, like great. Ringo's Fast Becoming my second favorite Beatle. Like oh my God. Just, oh wow. my God. I just something about him that really... But tickles me and just makes me puts me in a really good mood whenever I hear him sing, whenever I hear him play drums. It's just so wonderful. What were all the records you got just the other week? Oh, yes. So there's this incredible new record shop in Adelaide called 12 Inch and Single, which is a fantastic name for a record store. That's that's good. Yeah. Um, And I got Wings at the Speed of Sound, Wings Over America, Band on the Run, Venus and Mars, and Goodnight Vienna for 60, 60 Australian dollars. Yeah, cool. Cool. yeah, I know. So uh, happy about that. Really, really cool little store in this uh, very industrial area <laughs> and this place that doesn't look like a record store. So it was quite fun. And in, yeah, in typical kind of suburban Adelaide fashion, it's like not that many people know about it. So there's just gold to be found. Like you wouldn't have, you would have just gone ballistic, Jack. Like in yeah, this store. Nice. yeah, you would have bought them out. I did get, sorry, I've just, just, just reminded me. Uh, in Chester, I went to Chester a couple of weeks mm. ago, which was lovely just to get out of London, and uh, went to a record store, and they had Susie and the Red Stripes. <laughs> what? Susie and the Red Stripes. Susie and <laughs> the Red Stripes. <laughs> oh yeah, God. I know. Uh, I didn't even know. What is it? Just like a, a single or whatever? It's a twelve-inch single. Yeah. And I just got excited. It was only like six. It quid. is twelve-inch and single. Yes. There you go. Uh, but I got it home, and uh, and I realised it didn't have B side to C side on. What's it got on it? Just the, the, the Seaside Woman again. What? Just on both sides. Why did you do that? I don't, so I don't understand. Literally, it's called that. What? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. I was really. That is very bizarre. I was very. 
as well. Is it supposed to be like that? I assume you've done some research. Oh, I haven't actually. Oh wow! I went, went to it and I just didn't. So I should. So maybe next week I'll tell you. Right, <laughs> so an update. Either way, B-side. we'll put it on afterwards. It sounds fabulous. Cool. It sounds very cool. Uh, excellent. I look forward to hearing it. Yeah. So I just just bring it back to the McCartney on McCartney podcast. Does that mean that there is a a gap, a niche waiting to be filled of Ringo and Ringo, which I think oh is our, our task Ooh, to take I'd on? I'd love some Ringo and Ringo action. <laughs> so you're going to fish through loads of... Ringo. Ringo. No, I'm going to have to meet the guy. Sit down with him. <laughs> say, Ringo, we're going to grab a cup of tea. We're going to grab a, a real ale. Yeah. And we're going to sit down and have a little <laughs> chat about, about Roto Gravur, your forgotten album that 5,000 uh, people like on YouTube. Should we reach out I did to also some? see on Twitter that um, someone started a specific Ringo, like Post Beatles Ringo podcast and kind of claiming, this is the only Ringo podcast out there. <laughs> like, Come on. I don't know if it is, but, you know, good good stuff. We're doing all the Beatles, but, you know, I guess it's fine doing one of them. Yeah, it's not like we're four times as good as you just because we're doing... Um, no, it kind of is, actually. Yeah. <laughs> should we reach out to Ringo? I think we should, yeah. I don't see why not. What's his email address? Ringo I've at Ringo. I've tweeted him before, I think. Yeah? Yeah. I imagine he was quick to respond. Not yet, but, you know, I'm, you know, I'm still waiting. We also... Yeah. Uh, we also put out a little video to um, our cover of Ooh Baby from that terrible George Harrison record on YouTube. Oh, you that, can go and watch that, it. Yeah, that's something. That's actually how I've spent my the first two weeks. Mm. It probably wasn't that long. It's not like I did it continuously, <laughs> but uh, it was fun. It's quite a fun little uh, watch, yeah. And then we tried to put yeah. it on Instagram. It was instantly blocked, but it's fine. <laughs> so it's okay. It was only blocked in... 150 countries or whatever so i think cool great you can still yeah. you can still watch it in uh in turkmenistan Congo, yeah. so what was the what was the what was the reaction to so our, i posted uh, it i posted it to uh the george harrison subreddit and we got three comments uh <laughs> the first one said points for going there <laughs> uh, the second one said worst song worst album what kind of nonsense is this? <laughs> Hang on. What are they talking about? What do they think is the worst album? Yeah, I, I mean, well, I almost we'll commented out, back I saying, guess. like, look, if you if you think this isn't the worst, I'm really not for looking forward to finding out what is. And then the yeah, third comment was, Bye Bye Love is way worse, <laughs> which is fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bye Bye Love is quite good. No, it's not good. <sighs> no, it is, though. It is. Okay, okay. okay. I, um, I could go some Bye Bye Love right now. Oh, well. Well, you know, you can only try, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, we can only do our best. A bit, a bit of fun. We can yeah. only be blocked in 150 countries and get three comments on Reddit. <laughs> That's right. And what was it? Five likes and two dislikes? Seven the... likes and two dislikes so far on the video. But go go watch okay. it and dislike it if you hate it, please. Yeah, we don't any, mind. Any it's hateable. We know. Though. We know it fucking sucks. So. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Um, but yeah, so this album, Roto Gravure, uh, is mm. the last album to feature contributions from all four Beatles. It's quite a big deal, uh, isn't it? contributions, you know. Not yeah, because George is, sure. and George isn't even, yeah, no, he doesn't feature on, on the he track. He doesn't play on it. He doesn't play okay. on it, no. Yeah. I suppose if you'd like to get into it first, mm. we should talk, because this it's been two years since the release, since it was Goodnight Vienna. Is that right? two years mm. ago? Was it, it was Goodnight Vienna, yeah. Because we were talking about it just the other month. I know. Oh, really. there is a Greatest Hits. We did actually get asked if we'd be covering the Greatest Hits ones, but... Um, I mean, why would we? It seems kind of pointless, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we can mention it, but I didn't think it was necessary. I guess the, really, the Greatest Hits but... was put out to, um, to fulfil the record contract, I imagine, because that was mm. the last thing produced from um, EMI, so... On contract from EMI. I'd, I'd be interested. Do you have it in front of you? I'd like. I'd be interested to know what made the cut. 
Yes. So on Greatest Hits, the opening track is You're 16, You're Beautiful in Your Mind. <laughs> All right. Of course it is. And how's that the opening track? I don't know. Yeah, it's, I mean, this obviously a... was put together by the record company. And it's just uh, a compilation from like Goodnight Vienna and Ringo. No, that's it. It's just them two albums. Um, oh, the really? So there's a few more. So there's the No No Song, It Don't Come Easy. Obviously, non album single. I'm very photograph. glad the No No Song was on there. Yes. Photograph, Back Off Bulu. Obviously, non album single as well. Then we got Only You, Buku's of Blues, Oh My okay. My. Oh. Uh, early 1970, oh, great nah, song. Nah. And I'm the greatest to close it down. Mm. Uh, early 1970. God, I don't remember that one. That was the closing track. That's the closing track now on Ringo. Is it really? There's a few yeah. compilations in 1975 as well, like the John Lennon best of called Shaved yeah. Fish. Yeah. 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 Oh, really? Yeah. But, you know, we've talked about all these songs. It's fine. We've talked about the yeah, and album singles and all that. So, yeah. And they're not going to get any better by putting them in a different order. <laughs> <laughs> And I think, I think, as you said, it's either that they weren't releasing an album this year or it was like a, they were obliged to do release something mm. with, on their, with their contract or something. So, yeah, because it, I can't imagine, like if, if Ruta Gravura sold as poorly as, I, as it did, I can't imagine there's a massive demand for a Ringo best of. No. So, was that the case? Did it not sell well? This um, album? Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, it, I mean, it char- it maybe it's right? the cover. Maybe it's the album cover, which is absolutely terrible. I don't know. So no, right. it's not the worst of the bunch so far. So I far? love that the cover came with a magnifying glass as well. Apparently, that is funny. Yeah, why? Yeah, I don't know. I'm disappointed that my it's, I didn't I didn't notice until it's so I so you can it. read all the graffiti on the back the back sleeve. So oh, if okay. you look at the back sleeve, it's this this wall. Um, it's there's a big sign that says "No visitors allowed in this building from ground floor upwards without the consent of the general foreman," and then okay. it's surrounded in graffiti including some little snippets. I obviously can't read the small ones because I don't have a magnifying glass, but it says, love to you all, Sonia, Finland. Keep on rocking, all of you, Naga, Finland. It's, there seems to be very, a lot of Finnish people. It there. also says, give John a green card. Give John a green card. <laughs> wow. give, give John a green card. Okay. okay. I'm sure that went a huge way into, you know, the application process. No doubt. Really yeah, they pushed it into, it into account. Yeah. Like, oh, well, Ringo said, and he's very lovable, so. We <laughs> didn't have to use a magnifying glass to read it. <laughs> so Jack's got the record here, and there's a big hole in the middle of it where I presume the magnifying glass is attached. Yeah. Oh. yeah. But yeah. that's just been lost over the years, unfortunately. Yeah. It's oh, quite lost to the annals yeah, of, of East worth. London record shops. Yeah. Uh, pennies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so why, why do you hate this cover, Jess? I just think it's ugly. It just it's not pleasing. I just think it's a bad photo of Ringo. I hate his It's a pretty bad photo. Of Ringo. I I don't particularly like the, the text or the colors that are chosen. I don't really yeah. get it. Like what why? Why is your What is Roto Gravure? Well, I yes, I was going to ask. I assumed one of you would know more like or understand it more than me. It's something to do with like yeah, like how you develop film. No. Yeah, it's like a Maybe. printing machine. I've, and it's re- it's references in Easter Parade. That's apparently where he took it from. But Easter I don't. Yes. Easter Parade is like a, a film. Film, okay. and it's it's a line in a yeah, like a Bing Crosby song that's featured right. in it, or right has that word has wrote a group uh, in the lyrics. It was an extremely bad choice to call this album that. I think it probably alienated the audience even more into thinking like, I don't understand this word. I'm not going to pick this up. Like it's mm. a lot of the time it's as simple as that when people don't get engaged in something. And I wouldn't have seen this one and been like, oh, I should get this one. Whereas like Goodnight Vienna. I, oh my God, this should have been called, this should have like, been called cook, cook, in, cook in the Kitchen of Ringo. <laughs> Ringo's okay. cooking in the kitchen. Ringo's cooking in the kitchen of Ringo. I mean, let's think oh about God. the other songs that, in this album. That, like A Dose of Rock and Roll, that wouldn't have been a bad 
name. Um, pure gold wouldn't have been a bad name, a bit on the nose, but you know, cooking in the kitchen, love, just, yeah, maybe not not too bad. Like, yeah, Lady Gay. I just Lady realized Gay. that's what that's what Ringo and Linda's album could have been called. What Ringo and Linda's cooking in the kitchen? Oh wow! Oh, my With God. love. With love. Spooky weirdness would have been a good name for the album. Spooky weirdness. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> right. So. Uh, yeah, I just do you guys not think the production's good? Like, I, just, I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought it was good, but it didn't fantastic. stand out to me as anything. But okay. there's some good guitar solos in there. The um, guitar in general is like incredible. The, like, Peter Frampton's the main guitarist on this album. It's like, oh, is he really? Crazy. Yeah, I saw him on the credits. I didn't know what he did there. Clapton's on yeah. there. Yeah, Clapton's on there on that one terrible song. Yeah, Lower um, Clapton. Lower Clapton. Yeah, and like, of course, the. The drums and the bass are fantastic. The, the incredible triple threat of Klaus Vorman and um, uh, Jim Keltner and Ringo himself. It's just like a fantastic rhythm section. Yeah, I don't know. I just really like it. It feels like it has a bit of an energy to it, which is weird that you said that you felt like it didn't, Jack. But, yeah. yeah, it's just, oh, my God. This is just boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the middle part of this <laughs> As I say, I'm just I am I am concerned actually because like yeah, I think this is his first proper misstep. Like even mm. Sentimental Journey and Bukus of Blues, I think had more to say really. Yeah, wow. Um, would you, and they would you say they set out, they achieved what they set out. Yeah, to yeah, they were different. Right. You know, um, just, whether yeah. you like, oh, I'm going to listen to Sentimental Journey. Sure. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, or um, Bukus of Blues, but um, but yeah, and I am concerned because. There's a lot of Ringo. There's more to come. come. <laughs> right. Yeah, a lot. Oh, just, God, yeah, a this lot. is not a misstep for me at all. It sound, This album sounds to me like an artist who is settling into a groove. Like he's like, okay, I find I found what works, like which is doing this kind of like, you know, it feels like it's like partially influenced by like Ringo era, uh, Beatles era Ringo, partially influenced by like his love of country music, partially influenced by like having a few like silly songs, a bit of fun going on, and then a couple yeah. of attempts at like quite serious, you know, love song writing or something like that. Like it, it feels like it ticks all those boxes trying to keep people interested enough by having enough, like some variation. And it's not like, it's not going to win Grammys and it's not going to like go down in history, but it's like, okay, this totally works. Like he's settling into his thing. And I kind of like it for that reason. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely like of all the albums, it, it reminds me the most of Good Night Vienna. It's a very natural definitely. continuation of that for yes. me. Like the, sure. the kind of the sequencing of it, the, the, the variety of styles all coming together. Yeah. Maybe it is. Maybe I just don't like it as much as them two have that. Plus, like on top of me thinking it was going to be a disco album. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's <not> really <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> Roto It kind of works as a disco name, doesn't it? Because it sounds a bit futuristic. It, it, yeah. Like it does, yeah. 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 No, Ringo. I know. I know. So, just before this, around this time, there was a Ringo's uh, film career was uh, was in. in yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So he had, which was requ- base- it was requested back in episode one. Our first God, audience yeah. <laughs> uh, question was requesting us talk about Ringo's performance in the 1975 film Listomania. Listomania, so, yeah. lucky you, dear listener. Now, have you two both watched it? I have. Yeah, watched. I watched Listomania yeah. yesterday. Did you watch yesterday? Oh yeah. <laughs> See, I I fucked up. I think because okay. okay. I actually watched it like over a month ago. Okay. Yeah, okay. And it's. Instead of watching Listomania again this week, I decided to watch Tommy uh-huh. because I haven't seen Tommy in years, which is also by Ken Russell, we should say. Listomania and Tommy are both by Is Ken there any Russell. Beatles connections to Tommy? Um, well, I watched Tommy because I thought 
Well, I read somewhere that Ringo was in Tommy as well. Okay. Yeah? I watched the whole thing. Don't get me wrong, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I've seen it before, but not for ages. So, uh-huh. And I was like, I always thought, I don't remember Ringo. <laughs> There's and, a reason for that. And then you I told us to watch was, it. And I'm like, I, after I watching Lucemania, I was like, I cannot take another Ken Russell movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to the end. And I was watching with Amy at the end as well. I was like, Amy, Ringo's, Ringo's not in this, is he? <laughs> He's not in the credits. I think yes. you could have uh, found out that before watching the movie too. Like, we live in 2020. So, I really enjoyed it though, but I must have, I, I swear. I, anyway, so what it was by the looks of it is that he was on a, Ringo did a 72 song, which was like an orchestra, orchestra version of Tommy. Okay. And Ringo he, did an orchestra. No, version. not him. He's just featured on it. Like an orchestra okay. did a version. Right. And, and who are uh, involved in it. Yeah. And Ringo just did one of the songs on that. Okay. Not connected to the film. Did he, did he do, uh, what's the one about, about the creepy uncle? Uh, no, but he um, he does play fiddle about uh, Uncle Ernie. <laughs> oh yeah, but he's just a uh, good morning campers. Uh, <laughs> um, my name's Uncle Ernie. We welcome you to Tommy's holiday camp. Whatever, <laughs> however that goes, that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I remember. The, I remember. I, so I bought Tommy on record when I was sort of thirteen or fourteen, so starting to discover older music, yeah. and um, and I remember putting it on and just being quite confused because it'd be like you know, rock song, like, oh, I know this song, yeah, this is a great song. And yeah. then it'd be, like, this weird song about touching children. Yeah. And then these weird, like, kind of kooky, like, they really, or, like, he, he, Pete Townsend really went full in with the the kind of musical side of it. Mm. I expected it to be a bit more of an album, and sure. then maybe there's a stage musical base yeah. around it. But no, like, the album's got some pretty weird yeah. stage, stage I, stuff on it. I, I do like the I like the album a lot, mm. but with the musical, watching it again, we won't go on about Tommy too long. <laughs> this is not the Tommy podcast. But, <laughs> but watching the musical back, I was like, oh, I like these songs a lot, but just the, some of the performances are really vocal performances. I think in from the, Roger Daltrey or from no, that, thank God when Roger Daltrey starts singing in the film, yeah, so happy. Oh my God, yeah, that is that's the saving grace of Listomania. Yeah, well. yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, some of the performances are just a bit shit. And even Eric Clapton turns up at one point and told me, I'm just really? like, God. what are you doing, mate? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, sounds awful. Yeah, He's playing the guitar right. like, you know, like the God he is. Right. But um, this is vocals a bit shit. God. This be called a film. So what anyway, did you think of So that's name, Tommy. Though? Okay, great. I didn't I, watch it. Don't care about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, it's mental, isn't it? It's really it's something. Mental. It's what I just couldn't figure out what's what was the thinking what what process led to that film being made yeah, yeah totally and I tried to research it and I'm just like I I don't think I think I'd rather just ask the question without knowing <laughs> the answer and I don't know if there yeah. really is an answer like why did they why did they do this why is this about Franz Liszt it doesn't it could just there are so many breasts in the film so many breasts <laughs> everywhere <laughs> everywhere you look I mean it's a good it could just be a story. movie about anyone. It doesn't like, why is it about Franz Liszt? It makes no sense. Yeah. When it, when it started, I kind of liked it. I thought, this is funny, like taking all these composers and putting them in this kind of hedonistic world. Yeah. yeah. But then it gets to a point where you're like, wait, well, was, was Liszt like famed for being hedonistic or something? Or they well, this is what I mean. Like, I don't know anything about Liszt. the word Liszt yeah. and sounds nice. Or Liszt, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was pretty entertaining, I'd say. Uh, like, first of all, I think Roger Daltrey's awful in it. Absolutely. <laughs> no, he can't. He's great. He can't, he can't I, it. I mean, there's there's no him. good performances in this film. There's none, <laughs> except for maybe Wagner. I don't know who that guy is, but he was he was great. And then I he's mean, a fucking uh, he's a fucking vampire. What? 
And then he's, he's, he's a Hitler. Nazi vampire. Yeah, he's a Nazi vampire, vampire shooting down Berlin with a <laughs> I mean, guitar. I don't, I don't think you could have a an eight foot tall Hitler gunning Spoilers. down Hasidic Hasidic Jews in the street anymore these days. Oh my god. But it's pretty intense. But, but that's that's near the end. You already don't know what's going on by that point. And when that yeah. when that all erupts, you're like, this is it's quite something to see. To be yeah, fair. it is because yeah. as well the start of the movie, as much as it's like a bit, um, I don't know, a, a bit kind of surrealist. It still kind of tells a bit of a normal narrative, kind of like with a bit of you know heightened reality. But then there's the insane sex scene dream sequence thing that happens what an hour in oh with the monster kind of guy well no it's when he gets like a 10 foot dick oh that one yeah yeah, yeah. sorry one of many insane sex dreams like and then oh that's right because he's like he's had sex with her and then he like he goes into her vagina and it's like a big tunnel yeah. It's like a, like and a blow it, up bouncy it, castle. That I mean, that scene was fucking amazing. That was so. And funny. then it then it seems like he gets his dick cut off, but then there's yes. no reference to it. Like then he just goes. Ugh, okay, so I read like, I read the synopsis for the plot, and this is this is what it says. Uh, so this is referencing that moment. The women led then drag List and his erection to a guillotine, in which Carolyn reveals that the bargain for List's newfound musical prolificity is the forfeiture of his libertinism. Oh my god! What is that? that it? That's the explanation of. Also, at the start of the film, he's he gets run over by a train, and then that's just he doesn't get run over by a train, but he does. But he still lives through the what? What is that? Like one of the opening shots? Yeah, and yeah. That, in fact, and when then it's like, like a flashback to the rest of the film, basically. Yeah, yeah, and there's yeah. there's the the white because he's banging the wife of that count, but there's no mm-hmm. reference made to that later, is there? That just yeah. disappears. Okay, let's stop talking about the movie. Let's talk about Ringo as the Pope, <laughs> because the rest I mean, of the movie. Go watch it if you're interested in like surrealist '70s movies. It's not for me. It's absolutely not for me. I, it's like it comes across now as like a a, a bad play. It's kind of like it's you know at the time it would have been groundbreaking, but now it's just kind of like eye rolling. Yeah. I don't know. That's my opinions of it. But yeah, Ringo plays the fucking Pope. Yeah, he does. Just just quick. No, I watched Ken Russell's film The Devils before. Okay. Uh, or is it just The Devil? The Devil, The Devils. Anyway, it's really good. So I was sort of prepared for the style, I suppose. Right. And it's a style. Yeah. Sort of it is um, definitely more your thing than my thing, Jack. Yeah, fair. It's very English, very, very English. Mm. Like it's, it's got that sort of, yeah. I know it captures a certain type of humour. I do like the madness of it for sure. sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm impressed if you think about it as well, Tommy and Listomania came out the same year. I assume they were filmed the same time with Roger Daltrey and both of them and that. Yeah. It's mm. quite fucking impressive with the detail on the sets and stuff. It's like yeah, true, true. quite amazing. But yeah. So yeah, Ringo is the Pope. Um, Very, very like low key performance. He's very restrained, low energy. Well, he doesn't act, does he really? Yeah, he I guess act. he just talks. He speaks. <laughs> yeah. When you say low key, it's like, you know, I'm su- I would not be surprised to find out he was on heroin the entire time. <laughs> it's yeah. like, why was oh. he cast in this? Why did they go, oh, yeah, he's the one for this role? It is so we unbelievably miscast. I mean, he looks so amazing. He looks he incredible. Does yeah. To, to see him wheeled in, or not wheeled in, carried in on a giant throne <laughs> and then carried out backwards, just like unbelievable. <laughs> I'm so glad I got to um, see him. But yeah, very monotone performance. Mm. Um, but he, in his he, he, Liverpool he, he, accent, he de- like. yeah, but he demands power. I think. Yeah, in the in the scene, I don't think Ringo's ever yeah. demanded power. <laughs> Roger seems to, uh, yeah, I don't know. Seems There's so many like the, sudden uh, left turns though. in the film yeah. too. Like suddenly he becomes an abbot. Like what? 
Why? Yeah. And I was I, like, they're just talking about like this woman suggests that he becomes an ab- yeah. abbe and then he just is, but it's like, is he, I don't know what he's, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, is it real or is it? Yeah. Cause you, you never really know what's real and what's not. And then there's that. Then, yeah. Then when he gets fucking his blood sucked out by Wagner and then he's. Yeah. But nothing becomes of it. He just gets then, his blood sucked out and he wakes up. Yeah. And then Wagner's like dressed as Superman for some reason. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. It's a lot. Anyway, Ringo plays the Pope. It's worth watching those scenes on YouTube, I would say. If you're into surrealist 70s filmmaking, like maybe watch this movie. Yeah, we'll put we'll put a little uh, audio clip of Ringo as the Pope in as well. Sure. Good idea. Right, I know this looks bad, Your Holiness, but, but, but I can explain everything. Oh, please, give us your blessing. In nomine, patus et fili, spiritus sancti. Amen. <laughs> She rode non-stop all the way from the Ukraine and then slipped into the monastery disguised as a nun and forced me into bed at gunpoint. I know it sounds improbable, Your Holiness, but I... But truth is stranger than fiction. We've kept going for 2,000 years on that one. <laughs> um, do you guys remember the song Listomania by Phoenix, the French electro-pop band? Uh, oh, you yeah. did mention it. I think that's the extent to which I remember yeah. it. Oh, yeah? Hmm. Yeah. There's one that goes, Listomania, the Presbyterian Mago man, mago man, Nice. Yeah, that one. Cool. Um, Good stuff. Anyway. Yeah, what a song. The music in this this film is pretty great, to be fair. Rick Wakeman just doing like all synth synth versions of classic. Why is it a musical? Well, I mean, Roger Daltrey is in a spaceship at one point singing that song. What is it? It's uh oh peace at last peace at last peace yeah. at last peace yeah, I, that I is loved, good that's a good that's amazing song musical, yeah. I I love yeah. the use of 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 Wagner's and uh, and thinking this music and the way they kind of tie yeah. into these that that concept is a really strong concept making a yeah, kind sure. of rock opera out of these classical compositions but then, then there's half an hour periods half an hour like lengths of the film where, where there's, there's no music there's no songs yeah. so I'm like why mm, yeah. this is not a musical this is there's a few no. songs interplay. It's kind of like a Disney movie in that way, like random songs, but it's not like, yeah, yeah there's yeah. no consistency. It's very strange. The scene with, I think it's maybe the beginning, a very beginning actually, when he's, when he's in the, um, mm. all the story, like the it's concert hall, concert hall, concert hall, concert hall, concert hall, concert hall. Uh, the concert hall, yeah, and everyone's going mental. Mm. It's great. They were shouting out yeah, Beethoven, yeah. Beethoven. That's, that's very cool. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, Listomania. Yeah. Now, the other thing that happened in 1975 was 1976 came after it. And in 1976 was Ringo's Rodocavur uh, <laughs> was born into the world. Fantastic. And that opened with the track A Dose of Rock and Roll. Shall we talk about that song, guys? Yeah, can we first of all talk about the, the 20 seconds of apparently some other song that happens yeah, right at I the like start Yeah, I like it. It's well, good, then, but then another song. What is it? There's, there's like the fast paced like do, 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 sounds a bit like do, 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 do. we're just and yelling like, like all right i mean like it's an <laughs> incredible way to start an album but then it suddenly stops and then the real song starts but then there's yeah. this real slow ballady bit of a dose yeah. of rock and roll which doesn't come back at all which is also You're really nice i like down. it to me yeah to me it reminds me of wings so it's, it's a wings way to start yep. an album yeah it's fair and i like that what yeah this song is Utter crap. Fuck you. It's crap. Fuck you. Why do you not like it? Uh, I'm going to get the lyrics up. (laughs) You know, it was written by an Australian. Yeah, I did notice that. Mm. I got it on my notes. Written by an Australian. Carl Grossman. 
Yeah, and there's going to be other Antipodeans featuring later in the record, just a heads up. I tell you what, Jack, yeah. this is not the worst lyrics on the album, that's for sure. <laughs> no, you're right, I suppose, yeah. But I, mean, I even put it in the intro, wash it down with cool, clear soul. I mean, uh-huh. it's just, I don't know, man. Ease out all your mean controls. Yeah, but it's I just, think the reason why they get away with it is that it is a pastiche of like 50s doo-wop rock and roll kind of vibes. Yeah, okay. And so like it is as on the nose as all that music was. And that's why it kind of works for me because it's like Ringo winking at the camera going, you know, I'm just giving you a bit of this because I am I love it. You know, it's kind of, it's the music I grew up with. It's not him trying to make it serious. It's just, it's definitely taking it. That That's what I get out of it anyway. That's kind of that's why fair. I like this stuff. I think it's kind of it's just enough winking at the camera to make us be, you know, that he's kind of like in on the joke and also we're kind of on his side for it. You know, I'm not going to look at it in a way of like, Oh, like your serious music critique of like, Oh, how dare he be so insincere about this, you know, ridiculous song. As opening songs go, it's just not good night Vienna or I'm the greatest. I I think it kind of is. I I wish that there was just an album of Ringo's opening songs. I think it'd be great. I'd be so excited by the end. Thank God he didn't use John Lennon's, contribution to this album as the opening track right wait, wait what <laughs> why well we'll get to that won't we <laughs> because it's too good or too bad i'm really confused as to where you're going with this it's just not it's awful oh it's amazing Ooh. it's fucking amazing cooking in the kitchen of love it's so good are you kidding me <laughs> oh my Sam god again. it's <laughs> incredible oh man okay right. we'll get to it that's that's all. If the, uh, there's loads of tracks, time that's side two. Speaking yeah, of, that's that's, I've only just realised that opens up side two for fuck's sake. Yeah, it's <laughs> the strongest album, isn't it? He had a lot of faith in it. Oh god! All right. Okay. So then, at the end of this, wait, song, wait. So yeah, he yeah, sings. He changes the next song. He changes the And uh, yeah, I, that's. That's an interesting choice. But when he teased it, I was like, oh, he's doing that song. And then that, the next song started and it was that song. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, oh, why has he put that fucking song in there? And then he has the whole song. The whole song, yeah. And Which it, it starts, is great. Fucking sucks. It's so bad. <laughs> oh, my God. This song, there's nothing. I no one ever needs to hear this I song. don't think any, there's ever been a good version of this no, song. No, since the day it was it's this no, one. This nothing's good about it. Song. You're fucking mad. Oh my it's god. Great. So it's I, I did, why has this been covered so many times? Uh, I, I did know, think to myself, one. like maybe when this came out, the song wasn't so done as it is now. It was already 15 years old by the time this came out. It was definitely done. So did you look up? You said because I no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. The reason that this song is a nightmare is because the fucking football or whatever it was used for. Like, what was it? What was the where it was just like, well, hang on. yeah, it was the, sorry, it was the unofficial theme song of the 2002 World Cup, and that's when it became like a nightmare. It's actually, I think the original <laughs> is quite good, and I think Ringo's version is fantastic. I really like the gang vocals on it. I like the rhythm section. I like the, and I quite like the like the bridge of this song, which is not, which is dropped in that terrible like EDM version of it. Um, yeah, so that I mean, that's I don't know if you have have the same sort of memories of me in two thousand and two. The Austrian DJ Utzi released. Oh uh, yes, of course. That was, yeah. that was the one that probably we all know. know oh, of course, yeah. I watched I watched the video for it this morning, and it was like a weird fever dream, yeah. like tunnel into my childhood. I it can was. Imagine. It, it, it involves people sitting in the back seat of a taxi singing along. Does that ring any bells? Oh my god. Does, oh he, God, does he have like a baseball cap me. on? I or, think he does have a baseball cap yeah. on, yeah. And he, red baseball cap, maybe? Sorry? Maybe a red baseball cap. I don't think he'll live biscuit. I love the Limp Bizkit version of Hey Baby, yeah. <laughs> There's so many versions, anyway. Just 
I just think it it, it suits. Yeah. It's same with the opening track. It really suits Ringo's voice. Like his voice is fantastic in both of these songs, and I think it's yeah. I think it's fucking great. I love it. I mean, I don't care how much. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. It does suit his voice, but the song fucking sucks, and so I don't care. You know, it. I'd, I'm sure that the color of a turd goes really well with the color of a, of a lentil soup, but doesn't mean I want a turd in my lentil soup, you know? <laughs> I don't think that you are giving this song the credit to you. I think you are influenced by the fact that it's been ruined by countless cover versions and it's completely So, so be it. I can't, yeah, I can't fair, exist in fair, a vacuum, you know? But I am trying to look at it objectively from this album and for me it completely works on this album yeah but if you're if the result of you looking at it objectively means that you or anyone else in this world might be exposed to hey baby even one more time then it's not worth it (laughs) fuck objectivity the song sucks burn it (laughs) burn it to the ground well that's fair (sighs) next we've got can't believe i'm defending this album (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, so we've got paul mccartney up next okay so is he taking the piss? I mean, because this is, is this the worst song Paul McCartney's ever written? It might yeah. just be, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, is he like, why is he giving Ringo all of his worst songs? Like, this is the peak <laughs> of Paul's, like, well, Paul's has many I mean, peaks, but honestly, I don't even songwriting at this period in the 70s is it's just the like. Goes, it sounds, sounds a bit like that that um, that Twin Peaks song again when they're sitting, singing. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pure gold. Uh, yeah, yeah, And it's yeah, got yeah, Paul yeah. and Linda doing backing vocals. And there's like, there's moments in it that kind of remind me of this era of Wings, like remind me of stuff on Wings at the Spinner Sound in a way that like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm like, same. okay, it gives me that vibes. But like, it, it's the same with that other thing on the last Paul uh, Ringo album. And it's like, without Paul singing it, it loses any semblance of like listenability yeah. for me. Like, this is unbelievably bad. But six o'clock is was Paul's song, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah or Ringo. Yeah, I know you. Yeah, guys no, like I like that. Really I like that song. But like compared to compared this, to this song, like yeah. six, oh like God, six o'clock is, is it's okay. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. my God, sure. this um, is just, just sure. trash. It's yes. got Chris Isaacs out the wazoo as well. Because as we'll find yes. out, or we already know, in fact, like uh, there's so many songs that Paul didn't use in Wings, like lots of. Uh, B-sides and just unreleased songs mm, throughout mm. this period, yeah. which some I think would have lent, lent themselves really well to Ringo song. They might like have Sally yeah, G. really improved certain albums. Like <laughs> Sally G. Oh, oh my, God. my God. Ringo could totally do Sally G. He could. Maybe it wouldn't be as good, but, you know. It would be the perfect Ringo song, though. Sally G. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sally G. But, yeah, it's, I agree with Jess. Yeah, this also reminded me of The Speed of Sound. Like, it's, it's a forgettable song. It's one of the songs I would have skipped on, yeah. on uh, The Speed of Sound. Yeah, okay. You would have skipped yeah. a song on that album that you gave a temporary secretary to? Yeah, if this was on it. I would have skipped it if this was on it. Speaking of songs I want to skip, how about Crying, the first Crying. Richard Starkey penned song on this album? You mean the uh, the best uh, best song of, of Richard Starkey's career, according to some YouTube comments? Yeah. <laughs> Top and five at it least. It was co- co-written with Vinny Poncia. Poncia yeah, who wrote... Yeah. Um, Who's he wrote, he co-wrote some other stuff on Ringo stuff. Let me just check. Well, apparently in the future as well, he's a big contributor. Big contributor. 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 Uh-huh. Uh, he Retro co-wrote Ooh Wee. Okay, so that's not much to say. Also, he co-wrote Ooh, All By Myself. Wee. Again, not very oh, that good. Was, that was the, the worst song, wasn't it? <laughs> Oh, by myself. No, it wasn't quite the worst, but it was one Thank of them. And he also co-wrote Devil Woman and Oh My My. Okay, so he co-wrote all of the very mediocre Ringo songs. Yeah. So right. that's nothing. Carry, carrying on. And I think that's going to very much continue in the future. So, so what do you think uh, of this one? Like, 
let's try and be objective because again, like okay, it's not okay. really for us. I think it's not a bad little country song. Yeah, I think that like I think he does like awkward tacked on timing time signature changes better than George does in this song. I would agree <laughs> with that. Yeah, I think that's probably the most interesting thing about the song is it's like it it caters to the lyrics in a way that manipulates the music and i think that really works you know when like time changes for the sake of it but the lyrics don't work but this is like they change mm. the time for the lyrics and it really works it really yeah so I, I actually really like the sentiment like the lyrical sentiment of this song um it's quite nice it's it's mm. like this it's almost a positive breakup song in a way it's like oh this isn't working yeah. let's move on it's better for both of us so it's you know you don't see that a lot in and it's kind of classic of like country study. sentiment i guess it kind of suits the style it works as a, a music and so, lyrical mashup yeah there's also this thing at the end like there's this this guitar part i don't know if you guys noticed this at the very end of the song a really nice guitar part comes in sounds a bit like the who to bring it back to the who the who keep coming up i just keep mentioning yeah. doing this podcast but anyway um it's i i kind of remember but it's like it's 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 kind of like a solo like this it's it's not okay. really as much the solo and it's it i can't tell what it is it kind of sounds like a guitar and kind of sounds like a synth and it's um it's really pleasing. It'll go last for about <laughs> about ten seconds over the fade out. So I just I wish that was the whole song, to be honest. I I think I like this and the next song, You Don't Know Me at All. Maybe the best. Wow. They're my least okay. favourites. Yeah. Except I for think the I, Eric Clapton stinker. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, I maybe I I think I'd like we I've mentioned it before. Like, I quite like Boot Cruise of Blues. I think yeah, I think you, you like country music, Jack. Maybe I like country music. Oh my god. Wow. And I've just not given it a good go. And my first introduction to country is Ringo Starr. <laughs> <laughs> it was a gateway drug you needed, I guess. Um, so I quite, I, I don't mind them. Yeah. This, um, this to me sounds, Ringo, uh, it seems more comfortable in this. It just, I think it maybe it suits his voice these songs better. I mean, yeah, maybe you should, if anyone, if anyone out there in, in listener land has a, any, any gateway recommendations for Jack to get into country music. I mean, oh, I would say, yeah, Johnny Cash things like a good kind of Yeah, I mean, I know. Stuff, I don't know. I know a, lot, a fair few Johnny Cash songs. Yeah. I don't know. Where do you, where do you begin? It's a bit of a, an un, untapped world, isn't it? It is, it's, yeah. Because uh, it's so fucking big. Country music mm, is so yes. popular in the world. I believe uh, Ken Burns has a a, a a whole, like, you know, mini-series on, uh, on, on country music, wow, actually. Yeah, that's maybe I'll, point, maybe yeah. I'll watch that, actually. I think it could be, yeah. Because he's one on jazz. Have you ever watched that? I watched a bit. You're obsessed with that. Oh my god! Yeah, it's no, but it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, it's one of the best documentaries it has ever made. I would say, Jack, Jesus, cool it, unbelievable. Have you seen Have you seen uh, Earth Story, the geology documentary by the BBC? In I've seen every documentary. That's how I can say that. <laughs> okay, jazz is. I didn't realize. Okay, well, no, yeah. I guess I've. I can't really I have, but no, but like you did like, is that the one you sent me? Yeah. You, no, I watched an episode. Oh, mate, it's so good. Yeah, no, it's pretty oh, cool. God, it's amazing. Yeah. The graphics. Anyone, the anyone out there that's interested in geology and the kind of the history of the Earth's going back four and a half billion years, Earth Story, the BBC documentary, very hard to find. You might have to pay for it on YouTube, but oh, Christ, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Right. But anyway, You Don't Know Me At All. And also the next song, You Don't Know Me At All, uh, is... Uh, <laughs> It's shit. quite a good one. No, I quite like it. it's it. It's a bit like it's a plonker, but it's got these really nice chord changes, and it's like harmonically a bit. A yeah, bit there's there's weird. moments. Who's, yeah. who's Dave yeah. Jordan? Do we know? Uh, no, I tried. Wait, yes, 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 I do. This guy's a Kiwi. Yeah, oh, so, okay. yeah, he's this random Kiwi guy who who had a bit of a career writing songs in in New Zealand, and then flew to London and signed to Ringo's label. Okay. Um, mm. 
And this is probably his biggest hit was his writing, or his biggest moment was writing for Ringo Starr. Yeah. And uh, he ended up uh, getting MS, I think, who, which he described as uh, no no disease for a wimp. And uh, and he died in like, 2005 or something. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. So there you go. Blimey. We don't know him at all, though. Nope. Um, I, I, I and when I when I was googling it, I <laughs> I found like this song. There's nothing about it out there because I was also mm. wondering like who's this guy that wrote it. All that came up is that Ben Folds and Regina Spector duet. You don't know me, mm, which sure. was um which is not that good. I kind of hoped it would be better than it actually was. I yeah. watched it. Yeah, yeah I was disappointed. Yeah. Oh well, we've got it. We got to the end of side one, guys. Oh my god! <laughs> now we get to dig into some classics. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> So the next one is the John Lennon pen song for Ringo for this album. Here's I've been cooking. Which just, apparently is his, this is his only known recording throughout his five year. Yeah, of John Lennon. Because yeah, he plays the piano hiatus. in his song too, yeah. Yeah. So this is it. It's really I'm good. trucking, trucking oh, down the highway of love. It's not good. It's so good. <laughs> yeah? You're going to have to convince like, me. Again, it's like. It's a pastiche. It, it, first of all, it's classic Lennon yeah. like pop gold for me because it's like you can once you hear the first few lines, you know how the rest of the song's going to go, and it delivers. You, you know, like as soon as you hear "truck" and you're like, "Okay, trucking down the highway." It, you know, <laughs> as soon as you hear "rock" and you're like, "Okay, rocking in the cradle." Like it, when, when, I've got to say, when he said "dancing," I didn't expect dancing in the street, probably because "streets" one syllable, all the other yeah, ones are two true. syllables. It should have been like a little bit of a left turn. on the table or something. Dancing on the table of love. in the cradle. Yeah. And dancing with my Ringo of love. <laughs> I just, it's, it's that, yeah, it's, it's like in the realm of the no, no song of like Ringo just being a bit silly. And there's just like incredible performances. The bass and the drums are so good. The guitars have these little like pokey lines. Doo, doo, doo. And I just, I just love it. I just think it's like. Do you, do, you, do you get a sense from this, like comparing this to the No No song? Both of them almost like, it's like they were always songs. They were already written. Yes. They already existed out there totally. in the ether. And just someone just had to pluck it yeah, out. Yeah, fair. it sounds yeah. like a classic. It sounds like a, you know, a nursery rhyme or something. In the same way as of... I'd say Inuit's Fuck London is very similar as well. It always existed. <laughs> we just had to pluck it out. But I'm not wrong, am I? No, That's true. Yeah, it's true. You're not wrong, yeah. yeah. That song literally wrote itself uh, in about five minutes. The new Crumb song, Chingford, oh, is yeah. a similar one. Actually, it's called Camp Crumb now. It's called it? Camp Crumb. I also Camp wrote itself. Crumb. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Anyone that's interested, there's another band, another band connected to this uh, this podcast, Crumb, C-R-U-M, exclamation mark. The uh, Alternatively known as the worst of Inuit. <laughs> no, the Crumbs of Inuit. The, the Crumbs of Inuit. Of Inuit. Uh, yeah, Ooh, we're back in the rehearsal studio and making some sick... And by the humor. time this... Podcast is out actually. You'll be able to get Inuit Bad Crazy 2020. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it'll, it'll be out and about. So please go to Spotify and all, you know, the rest of them mm. and YouTube and, and all that. Yeah. Inuit Bad yeah. Crazy 2020. Watch, watch us see our faces. Yeah, that's it. That's if you it. dare, you coward. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this song, look, I'm not going to convince you it's great. Like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. But I just think it's, I just think maybe you just need to, like, loosen up, Jack. Just fucking have a good time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, just start cooking cook in the kitchen a lot. It's all right. I've, got, I've also written myself hey, a note. to it. it. I want it to do it. <laughs> I've written a note. This doesn't suffer from Ringo singing, which is No. Nice. Yeah, totally. There's a lot of, of songs. I don't think there's not a... Uh, a snookeroo on this album where it's like this is not meant for him and also mm, yeah. coming back to that snookeroo 
it's it's so good. I just I really undervalued it the first time we talked about it. It's one of my favorites. I don't love okay. him singing it, but I just love the song so much. It's so stupid. But anyway, <laughs> um, um, yeah, the song would just, you, it suits his voice so much. Would you have guessed that this was if you didn't know this was John Lennon? Yes. Who wrote this? Would you have guessed? It? Yes, a hundred percent. Would you? It sounds yeah, like John because, Lennon instantly. Because I had to, yeah, okay. For me, it didn't. To be fair, I had to mm. look up which was who wrote what. Mm. I think George, you could tell it's a George Harrison you could song. Tell it's George, yeah. <laughs> yes, but apart from that, I couldn't. I wouldn't have been able to tell you. I don't. Who wrote I, I think it sounds like him, but yeah, I never not, would have thought it's only that one was side capable of writing something so bad as pure gold. But yeah, <laughs> pure turd. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. Um, I don't know what to say. Well, it's at the end. He goes like, curried ball, no garlic, mind you. You know that bit? No. Do you notice that? He starts naming like ingredients and things. And I'm sure he says curried ball. That's what I heard. And I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't hear anything different. Wow. Love that. That's yeah. it. I checked the lyrics. Yeah, that's not on, not written on the internet. This is the secret lyrics. Oh, on the, on the camera. That's out. Uh, why'd they do that? <laughs> um, so yeah, we move on from Cooking in the Kitchen of Love. It's to George a, Harrison's song. <laughs> George so, Harrison's. Oh my God. George Harrison's a fucking dick. Just, <laughs> oh my God. I just, I just have to say it. Can you? No, but hang on. Let's, oh God. Right, We've got to take a step back. This song was originally written during the All Things Must Pass. Okay. Yeah, for Shirley Bassey and Cinder Black did a version as well. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, Ronnie Spector. And then and then Ringo said to him, you know what, George, I've always loved that song that you that you wrote, and I'd love to do a version of my next album, Roto yeah. Kapoor. Is it all right if I borrow it and, uh, and have it for the album? And George says, you know what, Ringo, you're a good friend of mine. You can have my song. Ringo records it. What does George do? He fucking sues him. Susan. It's not good enough. <laughs> I know. What is wrong with him, man? When I read that, I was it's like... It's the Sue Me, Blues, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like... I mean, even if it's a terrible version, yeah, he's... You can't <laughs> sue someone for doing a shit, sh- mate, for doing a shit version. <laughs> 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 Jack, when you, when you fuck up a, a drum beat, I'm going to sue you. That's how we do a gig. Not that you fuck up drum beat, it's just a bit It is mental, though. It is me- it's mental to think. And then it was settled out of court or yeah. whatever. It's like, so what? Was he just doing it for a laugh? You can imagine. I know. George Harrison just really like, no, but it's not a laugh, is it? Well, it's also a little bit, for me, I'm just like, well, maybe you should have fucking put it out except instead of the last two fucking stinking turds that you released. <laughs> like, yeah. This is better I mean, than any, almost anything on the last two George records. Well, did you listen to the Sid the Black version? Because that's the only version oh, I, I can find. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's I a really good song. It. I think it's quite good. and But it just, it's basically While My Guitar Gently Weeps Again. Like it's another mm. one of those George songs that kind of, it's got good yeah. lyrics and a good melody and everything, but it's like, yeah, this sounds like a George song. And you know, the guitar, the, all the performances on it are really good as well. But yeah, so it just has that yeah, same plonky tempo off. again though. Like yes. they did in it's the, the, it's the extra tempo. texture tempo. But this, I could imagine this on uh, like living in the material world. Yeah, for sure. I mean, thank God it doesn't go for six minutes though. Someone, yes. uh, old, old mate, the, I uh, was the name, Arif, the producer, had the good sense to chop it down. Which it's what I it's less than minutes three minutes. Though. And it should have been this, that producer yeah. should have been in control of the last fucking George album. But yeah, this, <laughs> right. this album probably for me is way more enjoyable because it's only about half an hour long as well. It is. Half yeah, an hour yeah, absolutely. Power. Yeah. 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 It's, it yeah, could still, a good it could still miss a song or two, but yeah. Um, yeah. I, I agree with you, Jess. It's not the song itself is is okay. This version is it is god awful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't suit Ringo. It sounds it's, like Ringo covering a song badly. 
Mm. I could really hear George's, George's voice singing it though totally. in my mind, and it didn't make it any better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Well, just maybe just the, 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 the so George voice of 1976. Yeah, there's so much, like you said, there's so much of the last two George's albums on this, like that. Mm. It's a pure that fire. It's funny that it came from an earlier session because yeah, apparently so. mm. um, from, from 71, I think, 70, 71. Yeah. Orphans was fun. So speaking of awful, um, the next song. <laughs> Uh, it's so shit, so fucking it's, shit. It's really bad. Yeah. It's like what? You can't just do that as lyrics and pass that off. No, it's so stupid. It's, like I'm oh not, I'm God. not. You know, I'm not a big lyrics guy. I don't really care. Like lyrics can be throwaway if they work right. You know, look at some of the Paul stuff that's a bit like nonsensical, but this is unforgivable. He's literally like, he's writing about writing a song. Yeah. And then he says, this is a song in the car. This be called a song. Like, <laughs> this be called a song. And the only way that you can possibly enjoy this is by completely tuning out to what the words are because the melody is kind of singing along. But it, it does sound like, I don't know how much you've listened to Clapton solo stuff from this period, but like this sounds like the worst Clapton stuff from the 80s. Oh, yeah? And a lot yeah, of it I don't, is kind I don't of know very middle of the road, before. like adult contemporary. I don't know. It's just got this kind of like boppy insincere feel to it like some of it's fantastic but some of it sounds like this and it's just like ugh. the guitar on this is great obviously because it's Clapton playing but yeah I and the bass to, the bass is like pokey yeah, and great yeah. yeah I listen to Layla and other assorted love songs is it yes Perfect that's what it's called I I'm not sure I'd listened to the whole album before oh really what do you think and I got it I got it on the yeah records fairly fairly recently and mm-hmm. yeah i was i was blown away i was like this is amazing so it sounds good. it's spot on it's really yeah really it's good. incredible it's got such energetic performances the vocals sound like he's having his heart ripped out the entire time it's just so yeah. good and with the the and dueling vocal the guitars of dwayne allman and, and clapton it's like oh, yeah. it's just yeah the band are shit hot yeah it's yeah. very good so good but yeah this I is not bad at all yeah you should it's sit down and listen to it one night yeah it's fucking beautiful yeah. Yeah. Nice. I'll, uh, I'll I'll download it onto my Spotify and use it for my commute to my job that I don't have anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so the next one. <laughs> <laughs> so I just have to say one thing. Did you guys ever realize that Ringo is only one letter away from being gringo? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's definitely living up to that non-name now. Yeah. What do you think and of I this? love that. I love that they released this as a single in Mexico. Yeah, in as well. Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So this is. I mean, it's like, like, it's, 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 a, it's a highlight. This though. It's, yeah, it's it is a highlight. highlight. Yeah. I cannot believe that this is just written by Ringo and his girlfriend. I know. Yes. No, it's yeah, really yeah. good. Like as yeah. far as his the his self pen songs go, it's like it really gets oh. the, uh, it, it nails the kind of mariachi vibe without trying too hard and like still by being suitable to Ringo's voice. It's kind of like if, if you took out the the percussion and the trumpets and stuff, it would probably just sound like a Ringo song. And I think that's sure. a good thing because if you were trying too hard to make it a bit more like traditional Mexican vibe, it would sound a bit naff, but this kind of works, mm. even though the, you know, that classic, you know, taking Spanish and literally just saying a, a line or a word and then translating the word in the next line. It's just so yeah. dumb. It's, I really yeah. hate that. I mean, hearing hearing Ringo sing in Spanish. Yo, te amo. Te amo, <laughs> te amo. It's just, yeah. Penumbra. Oh, penumbra. So what, uh, 
what is oh it, it tells me what it means yeah, well, that's yeah, braises. It the phrase the yeah, braises yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny! Oh, yeah, yeah. It's but great. I just with I, the, I, I the trumpets and stuff. Oh yeah. my god, it's just a joy. I love and I yeah. just love yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's look, it's it's the no no song of the album. And it it's, is, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yes, yes, yeah. It totally DC, doesn't suit. As you like, it, 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 this would I thought if this was on Ringo or Goodnight Vienna, mm. it wouldn't feel out of place. But this song feels out of place on this album. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I I'm mean, happy, it would happy yeah. it's there. Yeah, yeah I guess sure. so. I don't think it would necessarily feel any more in in place in the other albums, to be honest. <laughs> there's some not. other. There's like some silliness, like "Hey, Baby's a little bit silly, and "Cooking the Kitchen of Love's a bit silly. It's like you know, they're, mm. they're not. They don't. No, nothing ever touches on anything that you might call world music in the way that this does. But like, <laughs> uh, in a very loose sense of the word. Uh, but you know, there's. I don't know. For me, it's not out of place in terms of silliness. Yeah. Mm. Okay. okay. He, he likes to have these sort of these silly bangers in the back half of yeah. the album. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I hope yeah, they it's, continue. It's interesting to see which songs Ringo wrote on this. Cause yeah, obviously this lady gay and then crying and you don't know me. Uh, sorry. Crying. And was there another one? Or is that it? That's it. Just those three. That's a weird three songs that he's written for this. Like yeah. lady gay's kind of stock standard Ringo. Las Brisas is a complete left turn and crying is straight off. Bakuza blues, but he wrote it. It's very weird. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm down. It kind of, yeah, as I said, I think it just like, it changes things up enough to keep me interested in listening to the album. If all the songs, yeah. and this is what's, uh, I, I keep getting Goodnight Vienna and Ringo confused in my head, but there's one where like there's two songs of the same back to back and that's where I lose oh, interest. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's Goodnight Vienna. That's Goodnight Vienna. Yeah. Like without those songs, the album's great. And this one, the track listing really lends itself to not getting bored. Um, yeah, yeah I see what you mean. I mean, if, if the songs were better, like if it, I know what you mean in terms of variety of styles. The fact you've got I'll Still Love You back to back with This Be Called a Song is, yeah, that doesn't do yourself sure. to anything. But at well, least hey, they're completely oh, different tempos and vibes. That's true. Um, yeah. They're just both not good. Um, yeah. I just, yeah, with, with this, I just love how Ringo's just like, yeah, I can do this. Like, I'll do a mariachi song. And he just gives it a go. Like, you know, yeah. why not? I just, I like that energy. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. He can, I, he, he can get away with it in a, in a sense. Can, yeah. Like it, nothing will surprise me. Yeah, yeah. It's if I don't know if if poor John did a song like this, you'd be like, "What is what? Mm. What were they thinking?" True. Yeah, but yeah. Ringo has the luxury in a way to just do what he wants. You know, right? Maybe yeah. I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Definitely, yeah. and he got like he got an actual mariachi band on this. Yeah, he, he went through a bunch of restaurants in Mexico and found a band <laughs> in the restaurant he liked. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> said, Play on the album. So cool. Yeah, I love that. Bless him. And then the, um, the basically the closing track is Lady Gay because then we got Spooky yeah. Weirdness at the end, which is just a stupid waste of time. Um, I guess he needs to have an extra song for some reason. But what do you think of Lady Gay? The other uh, oh, I'm Ringo Penn song. Goes, yeah, I sing it. For I I can't really remember Lady it's, Gay. It's, you know you'll <laughs> never ever change your way. There's no one coming through than you. You did it bear. It's that. It's like is that it's really cool. how it goes? Yeah. It's, I know you'll never. Good morning, cause there's nothing left to say. Yeah. Um, I have my my note is that it sounds a bit like a wings throwaway, but like I can't remember. I listened to this, you know, two hours ago, and I can't remember it. We it love an amazing you, Oh, that's, that sounds bullshit. What's the bridge? It's time that we all, all you people, sing, can you sing the bridge, Jess? I wish I could, Jack. Yeah. 
You yeah. really pushed my knowledge there already. Um, <laughs> I like this. I think it's cool. I I don't I don't really know why. There's really good guitar playing in this song. Um, but yeah, I just it's kind of like it's very pleasant. I don't know. It's nothing. I also think I want to adopt it as my new drag name. Lady Gay. <laughs> Lady Gay. Yeah, well, it's not it's not subtle, but yeah, you know. but it's a reference to Ringo, you know. Luckily, my drag name is going to be no, 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 no. So good one. (laughs) Thank you. Anytime. I don't have an opinion. I honestly can't. I can't remember this track. (laughs) Yeah. I, yes, it's, it was a bit forgettable for me as well. Like by this point, I think I've kind of checked out, which is, it happens to me a lot with, with Ringo album. And it's a shame because it's only half an hour. (laughs) It doesn't take long. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, Las Brisas has happened. We've had what's clearly going to be the highlight. And yeah. I think I'm just like, all right, I can, I don't know. I can I can just start cooking in the kitchen of love and, you know, have this on the background. Yeah, yeah. And I don't need to, you know, it's hard to focus at this point. So what do you think the best song on the album is? Spooky Weirdness. Wait, we didn't talk about Spooky Weirdness. <laughs> okay, so. I mean. It's a waste of time. It's just like that that era where like studio trickery was like still a bit of a, a, a novelty. And so like having something like this was like, ooh, how cool. But now it's just like. But whatever. do you think it's at the end of the album, at the end of the track, he says, uh, someone says, and that's how the album ends, the album ends at last. So do you think like, do you think Ringo like heard that going back through the tapes and was like, oh, that's great. That's we got to keep that, put that at the end. I think if, it, I want, I think if just, that happened, that makes me hate it even more. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I've I've got a feeling that is the case. Mm, I don't know. Or maybe they were going, they were like, let's let's do a little silly kind of spooky number to mm. put on the end of the album. And yeah. then a guy afterwards said, well, that's how the album ends. Either way. We, we can only speculate. <laughs> Either way, it's done. I mean, it's fine. It's, you know, it's not offensive. It goes for like no. a minute and a half and it's just some creepy haunted house noises. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't cause anyone any, any pain. No. Except for when you hear Ringo whisper or someone whisper in your ear, come up to my room. <laughs> <laughs> that, that does cause me a bit of pain, discomfort. Yeah, this is lame. All right, yeah. well, yeah. So what's yeah, your favorite so, song? Sorry, back to your question. But best song on the album, "Crying." I'm really? Crying. No, it probably is "Las Brisas." To right. be fair, mm. it is. No, that "Las Brisas." I would, I would. If unfortunately, if it was on Spotify, I'd probably put "Las Brisas" on a playlist and listen to it. You know, every now and then. Yeah, but can't. That's yeah. fair. I, I think mine is probably a dose of rock and roll if we're talking about genuine, like, yeah, really. I think it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's the best enjoyable. album. Um, Las Brisas is, is the most fun and probably the most likely, yeah, but same thing, Jack, most likely to actually go back to and listen to it. Yeah. But a dose of rock and roll is just, you know, it's a banger. And just, and yeah, when you hear Ringo singing along with his big, strong voice, like, there's a lot of power his in his strong voice. voice. Yeah, big, strong his voice. Big, Ringo. strong voice, big, strong boy. Yeah, there's a lot of power in his vocal performance here. And then when people are going, shoo-bop, shoo-ah, behind him, it's just like, it's such a joy. Like, how could you not enjoy that, Jack? You fucking uh, freak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think my I'm favorite just... song is Cooking in the Kitchen of Love. I just love wow. it. It's yeah. so like again, if John had done it, it would have been like, oh, this is a bit lame. But having Ringo sing it, it just totally works for me. I think that's the best moments on Ringo's albums are when he takes uh, songs that wouldn't songs. work for other people. Yeah. <laughs> he sings, takes songs that wouldn't work for other people and makes them his own. And when people know how to gift him the right songs that are going to suit. Yeah. Which is not the case of what George did. No. no. Or Eric Clapton. Or Paul McCartney. 
So, <laughs> thank you, John. I yeah, John's the only one that's really delivered. No, I mean, Jules did photograph before. I mean, what and is... back off Boogaloo. Oh, now. yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, one thing, I mean, George, John's the only one of them at this point who's not really doing anything. His sort of career mm. stops. So maybe he has a bit more of a bank of good songs to choose from or to like to sift through and find the right one for English. That's true. Whereas the other guys are like, oh, here's this piece of shit that's been, <laughs> that I was going to use this for toilet paper. But instead, <laughs> <laughs> this toilet paper is pure gold. <laughs> all right well on a scale of one to ten perary secretary if you will what yeah. do you rate ringo's rotogravure it's a one. Oh my god Shit. wow holy manoli all right I'm, well that's brutal so yeah, this is your no, least favorite album we've heard this season i think of of any album we've listened wow. to i would say this really got the, 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 the less redeeming you do remember extra texture right <laughs> oh god you gave that, that a two i gave that a two yeah oh maybe this is uh, and you've got this on no, no. i just want to remind you of that yeah <laughs> it's in your no opinion. okay okay as soon as i i forgot about extra texture maybe <laughs> i'll give, give that two why would you give that anything more than zero swift kick to the nuts um Switch i'll give the, i'll i'll give swift. this i'll give this also a two because okay. for the opposite reason you said before you want room to improve i want room to make it worse yeah you think that ring ring the fourth or, uh, yeah. or uh, bad boy might might take it even yeah longer. i don't know i'm excited for ring the fourth as i say sure. I, I don't know about bad boy and, and um stop and smell the roses oh yeah there's one after that that's gonna be fun that's Excellent gonna lose a point just for the cover um i'll give it i'm gonna change and give it i'm gonna give it a two two okay yeah, i'll accept I- that change Oh, thank you, sir. Um, I I would like to give it. Um, oh, it's hard because there are some real stickers on here, but there's also overall. It's like I have a bit of tenderness towards it. Like it's not mm. it's not absolute shit. So I guess I'm giving it five doses of rock and roll. Five. Yeah, I'm giving it five. Okay. Okay, Jess. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's. I'm tossing up between a five and a six. I think it's going to have to be a five for me. I, That's one point for every thousand plays on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, I'm feeling generous today, just because I. He makes me so happy. There's a few moments of this that I really. I, I kind of enjoyed it more than I thought, and the production I will stick with is is phenomenal, and the performances are great. I'm giving it a six. It's a six. <sighs> All right, there we no, go. That is. Okay, what other albums have been given a six and five? Um, so Goodnight Vienna, I gave an eight, but you guys, Cam gave it a six and you gave it a five. Okay. So I think I've been more generous this season in general, although Dark Horse, mm. I gave a one. Um, yeah, it's all been reasonably I probably, I probably high, gave so Dark Horse. I gave Dark Horse a five or a six, didn't I? You gave it a five, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's say this is as good as Dark Horse. That feels right to me. I'm happy with Fair that. Fair enough, yeah. All right. Well, you're right. Oh, it's not... Yeah. Well, you know, this is an interesting experience. I was really expecting you guys to be a bit more on board with the whole Rotog review, but um, I like a, I like a, <laughs> a, a varying impression from our, yeah, from each of us. It's fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, uh, we are the Rotog reviewers after all. Ugh. Right. Well, <laughs> this has been fun, I guess. 
Rogue Joke Reviewer sounds a bit like record reviewer, doesn't it? Record reviewer. That's how I can remember how to pronounce Ooh, it. Just say rec- record reviewer. Record reviewer. Voter, 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 some positive, like little hints of positivity from Jack about this one. So, yeah. God. Right. Well, look, I'm starting in an expectation of literally nothing because I've just been okay. burned one too many times. And this may be, I don't know, controversial as well, but I, I, I without saying too much, I think you're going to be more, you'll be, you're going to be pleased with the next two albums. They're better. The next Are two they George better? Albums? The next two George albums. Okay. Than the previous George albums, I think. Okay. okay. We'll find out. If not, if the songs aren't to my liking, I'm going to sue him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess we're going to do a song from this album. And which one is it? Oh, yeah, that's right. Last Breezes. No, I don't know. There is never a choice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what are we going to... Do you have your melodicus to adjust? I do, but I was thinking maybe we do exactly that for the trumpets. Just like... Sing it. Just sing it. Just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd be really funny. Not, not anyway, okay. You'll, great, you'll great. just have to keep listening to this podcast. Like, just don't press stop and you'll find yeah. out exactly how we do it. It'd be great. Probably. What a dream. In the meantime, um, good to have back. a lovely week. It's lovely to be back. Yeah, real pleasure. Speak to you guys next week, I guess. Well, probably, you know, before that because we talk all the time, but they don't yeah. know that. They don't. As far as they know, we are complete strangers who play in the band together. <laughs> In fact, right. you know, oh, just one last thought before we go. Is there a Ringo Starr subreddit? Maybe we could put up of our course. cover on that so you can see oh, how, yeah. see what sort of response it gets. It's going to be good fun. Can't wait. Yeah, if we say Can't it's wait the best to get song, all these haters. The best song on the middle of the road album. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. All right. Yes. It's been a pleasure to both of you. A pleasure, Trej. And, right. and until next time. Until next week. Good night. Nice. Last yeah. recess. <laughs> Bye bye. Come into my room. Suck.
my arms forever Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at We Don't Believe in Beatles and on Twitter at Post Beatles Pod. This podcast is fully independent, so if you'd like to help us continue to make fun shows, please go to patreon.com slash we don't believe in Beatles and become a patron today. Otherwise, please leave us a review on your chosen podcast app or tell a friend to spread the word. Thanks. See you next week.